0: back to DMR. Thank you for tuning back in as I review the latest Wes Anderson movie called The French Dispatch. So, when I saw the trailer for this a while ago, I did want to see it. It wasn't going out of my way To the movies to see it however i did catch it on a streaming service recently so let's go over it and discuss it in depth shall we it began as a holiday eager to escape a bright future on the great plains arthur howitzer jr transformed the series of travelogue columns into the french dispatch a factual weekly report on the subjects of world politics the arts, high and low, and diverse stories of human interest. You don't think it's almost too seedy this time? No, I don't. For decent people. It's supposed to be charming. He assembled a team of the best expatriate journalists of his time. Berenson, Sazarek, Cremens, Roebuck-Wright. These were his people. Just try to make it sound like you wrote it that way on purpose. So, The French Dispatch. I didn't go out of my way to go and see this at the movies, as I mentioned, but I was curious to watch it, and I did catch it last week. So, massive cast in this movie, as he always has in his films. This is his 10th film, apparently. So, Wes's movies, they're very much iconic cult classics, so to speak. I haven't seen all of them, but a few of my favorites are The Royal Tannenbaums. You've also got life aquatica with steve zizu i think it was as they say it and you've also got rushmore as well a lot of them have bill murray in it and this one is no different he is the head of the french dispatch with all of his colleagues co-workers employees what have you set in the 1950s i think it was then the movie goes over three main stories We take as the subject of tonight's lecture, Mr. Moses Rosenthal, certainly the loudest artistic voice of his rowdy generation. Simone naked cell block J hobby room. I want to buy it. It's not for sale. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it is. Yes. In short, the picture was a sensation. (laughs) The story number one is called the concrete masterpiece. You've got. Benicio del Toro as the main character. You've also got his love interest, which is played by Leah Sudox, which is the main love interest in the latest Bond film. And you've also got Adrian Brody as well, about a murderer who is in prison, who becomes a world famous artist with the help of Adrian Brody. He was in there for Tax Evasion, I think it is. And it's their job to basically promote his art to the world. The first story is probably my favorite. I thought that it had a lot of depth in it. It was quite funny as well. The movie basically goes from black and white back to color in a lot of circumstances. And you've also got that classic Wes Anderson style doll-like cinematography where you've got a building basically and then you can see everybody within that building doing and going about their own lives so it's pretty good the first one i really did enjoy it the kids did this obliterated a thousand years of republican authority in less than a fortnight what do they want freedom full stop i'm naked mrs Cremens. I can see that. So, the second short story called Revisions of a Manifesto, with the main characters being Frances McDormand and Timothy Chalamet. Frances plays an older female journalist who takes an interest in Chalamet's character, a young student, and basically gets into a romantic relationship with him. Quite funny in parts, again, black and white going back to color as well, but then Charlemagne's character gets involved with a student revolution, so to speak. This also has a fair amount of humor in it. Probably the second best story in the film, which I also quite enjoyed as well. So this wasn't as good as Benicio del Toro's story at the start, not as intriguing, but still good to watch nonetheless. (laughs) Lieutenant Nescafier is the great exemplar of the mode of cuisine known as police cooking. The aromas of the kitchen cast a spell, which was to be mortally broken. As you know by now, we have kidnapped your son. third and final story is called the private dining room of a police commissioner with the main character being jeffrey wright the actor probably the third and final of my favorites in the short stories in this film basically focuses around jeffrey who is interviewed by Lee schreiber Throughout this particular story, who's recapping on a gentleman called Nescafe, a cook of some sort. Then it also starts to go into a child kidnapping of a police commissioner's son. And you've got Ed Norton, who's a villain as well. This was a little bit disjointed in terms of the storyline. Part of this storyline actually goes from black and white colour and then into a cartoon which was not a bad take, but as I mentioned, it's kind of a little bit all over the place. So it was a little bit hard to follow compared to the other two stories as well, but it was well worth a watch because as I mentioned, this has got a huge cast in this movie. There's other actors like Willem Dafoe in it as well, having little cameos. So not a bad film in general, but how does it stack up compared to Wes Ends' other films? Now we get to the pros and cons section of my review, and I'll give it my verdict thereafter. So the pros for the French Dispatch. It's a very good looking movie, how it jumps up between black and white, and sometimes cartoon in the third act of the film. You've also got the dollhouse-like cinematography as well that Wes is famous for in his films. And I do like the 1950s era. Similar to the talented Mr. Ripley, where you've got people living their lives throughout Europe. So it's pretty cool to watch up on the screen as well. The characters are quite likeable. The cons. So compared to Wes's other movies like The Royal Tenenbaums and Life Aquatica, and of course you've got Rushmore as well. It feels quite disjointed. It can be hard to follow as well. So even though I did like the majority of the stories, he's known for having very quick, witty and fast-paced dialogue. So you really need to pay attention to this movie. It can be a little bit too quick at some time. So I wouldn't advise having a bottle of red wine and watching this film because you might miss some key information. So... The verdict. Would I go and see this at the cinema? I wasn't planning to, nor would I be planning to buy this on Blu-ray. I don't own the other two movies on Blu-ray that I like as well. I'm a fan, but not a massive fan of Wes's work. But I'll give it my number three rating. If you can catch it on a streaming service, it is very much worth the watch. But again, don't have too many Venos when you're watching this film. So Thank you for tuning back in. And I do have an announcement as well. Something very exciting for DMR that will be coming up on this page shortly. So stay tuned for that. And I will catch you next time at the cinema. Cheers. A message from the foreman. One hour to press. You're fired. Really? Don't cry in my office.